Hey, Dungeons and Pop listeners, welcome back to Dungeons and Pop, Glorious and Steins, to episode four of our first arc of Capers and Cataclysms. But before we get into the episode, I got Brian here to let us know about some of our sponsors now. Hey, Brian, hit us up. I would like to take this time to mention that we actually have a couple of affiliates now. I bet I bet our listeners get really thirsty, don't they? We actually have a sponsorship from Liquid Water, Life Water, and we'll make sure to have that code up in today's soda, in today's soda break so you guys can get in that because we, if you use our code Dungeons and Pop, you will receive a you'll receive I believe about fifteen percent off your order and. We know there's a bunch of people who have their hungry little youngins and babies out there. I got BB right here next to me. Our other affiliate is the company Nom Nom. They make specialized dog food meals for your pets. And BB just loves them. So, and that is, the same affiliate code for that is Dungeons and Pop. And you'll receive 35% off your first order and package from Nom Nom. All right, Sean, I'm all done. When last we left our heroes, they had dealt with battle with a bunch of harpies and a siren, all of which turned out to be pirates, which was kind of strange considering the town we were in were nowhere to the town that the party was in was nowhere near the sea. So the party decided to head back to town and let the captain Ronwell know what was going on before we moved forward. And now on to the show. Okay, uh, well, since this... Can everyone give me a quick uh, perception roll? Yes, I'm using this a lot. I'm sorry. Yes. What, what's wrong with that? It makes sense. 19. Yeah. I just rolled a 16, guys. Son of a biscuit. Okay. What'd you get? A what now, a perception? Yes. Rack mm-hmm. dice is going in the jail. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, 15. It's a 4 minus 1, so 3. Jesus. Darn it. I rolled a 15 total. 15? Our toy rail rolled the highest. None of you rolled an at one, so you all hear it. A massive boom in the distance. Our toy rail, you know the direction it's coming from, and quite clearly that it, it is cannon fire. You just heard a cannon go off. Fire? Yeah, cannon fire. <sighs> Before going any further, I have to ask this. Mm-hmm. You have our toy rail's backstory. Mm-hmm. He has spent time crossing the plains. Yeah. There is a concept I'm going to type into the chat. Will he have heard of this? Yes. Yes, he has. Our toy rail sighs, and without hesitation, activates the coin, and he says, I do believe we're under attack by Sky Pirates now. Activate the coin. Yeah. The, the coin glows and shines for a second, and then a voice responds. Excuse me, Sky Pipe, which... Excuse me, one second, this is... This is, um... Oh, shit. Uh, I had the name, my brain blank. Give me one second. Sorry. Guildmaster Vincent Pryorwald? <laughs> no, it's actually not the Guildmaster this time. Uh, Happy's confused because he's... It is a female voice. This is Larissa Blackwell. All of the guild... What? Skypipe, where are you? 
We are in the town of Bastilworth, and I do believe we're about to be under attack by Sky Pirates. Please set and back up, up as soon as you're able. Thank you. And then I turn and I start running outside. All right. <laughs> the sound did come from the woods, by the way, like back, to, back in the direction you came. Are the others following me? Yeah, Aaron's following. So is the cat. Um, Pappy is actually side by side with the cat. <laughs> is everyone coming? Going over a battle strategy of what, how, of what they can do. I, I think the <laughs> cat would try to uh, just hop under it and pull up. Uh, it, it's going to like, it's going to bump into um, Pappy and just kind of like drop down. So like to climb on top. <laughs> oh my. Battle mount. Happy is riding the cat into battle. Yes. Everyone is just going to rub his hands over his face, kind of pull at his eye. You know, remember when Stitch was getting frustrated in the movie Lilo and Stitch? Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, and he just kind of pull pulls at his cheek slash eyes. It's like, <laughs> that's what Aaron's doing before he goes, yeah, and follows. <laughs> We're done with the mission. We found out we were stealing. We could have got, but no, now we have sky pirates to deal with. Ah! <laughs> uh, all right. You run toward the sound. There was nothing attacking the town, but you can hear in the distance as you reach the woods edge, the sounds of pitched combat. And there are guards at the edge of town. They like, they look very confused. Like what's going on? Like it, it sounds like a fucking war out there. I'm going to look hmm, up. Uh, you do see just barely over the tops of some of the trees, tarpies like popping up and dropping back down and possibly like some arrows flying at the harpies. Yeah, Everin will elbow our toy reel and point to what he's seeing. Wait, can I have that repeated one last time? The arrows are being shot at the harpies? Yes. Oh, no. Are we talking about two different factions? You guys seem to have forgot. Did you get, do you guys remember what happened near the end of the previous session? Apparently we did. There was a rift. Oh, no. Yeah, the rift. There was a rift. Oh, geez. Yeah, it was a battleground, wasn't it? It was a hunting ground. A hunting ground. I know. These are fucking poachers. <laughs> and I'm sorry, guys, I can't say this is Pappy because Pappy wouldn't be set together. But outside of character, I'm piecing this together right now. <laughs> oh, dagnammit. I, I think I know what's going on. Chris, the player also has an idea, but I'm not sure if our Torrell would. A- exactly. Yeah. In character, it is very unclear what the hell is happening. <laughs> Out of character, I think you all know what's happening. Exactly. Arturo looks at the party and says, who's the sneakiest of all of us? What do you say? Who's the sneakiest? Wait a minute. Ah. Everin, Everin will just raise his hand. He is the rogue. You know what? Above, um, he is a rogue with himself. Mm-hmm. He's a rogue cleric warlock. I have, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping to keep that under wraps, um, but I have a plus four to self. Okay. Okay, I'm right underneath you. I only have a plus three. Wow. Same. You beat me. You, you beat me. You beat me. Aaron's better at stealth. Wait, what? 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 Yeah, I have a five to stealth. What? I'm a dex-based fighter. Three, four, five. That's hilarious. <laughs> Holy poo-poo. <laughs> Holy sh- Oh my goodness. Um, Three, four, five. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Aaron, Aaron, Scout. I don't know what we're going into before stepping on a hornet's nest. Please. All right. 
Everin was actually waiting for him to say please, but as he does, you can actually see Everin actually stop the snark that he was going to say and simply nod and walk into the woods. All right. Uh, so Everin and Aaron are going in? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The two, the two most stealthy. Roll me stealth. Natural 20. Ooh. So that's a 24. And? Well, that's a 23, 18 on dice. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice for you both. Mm-hmm. In, in case you didn't hear, I did roll natural 20. Yeah, I heard. Oh, and guys, just to let you know, um, Pappy's not doing anything. Um, this was an order from the from his commander, so he's not moving an inch. Uh, you're, you're doing quite well sneaking through the forest. And after a little bit of travel, because it is a bit of a distance and not directly outside of town, like you couldn't see what was happening from the town border because there's like enough trees. Mm-hmm. You do come across a couple bodies as you're heading in. There are two kinds of bodies. There are cat people. Okay. And there are bur- uh, harpies. Interesting. The harpies have arrows in them and the cat people are covered in claw marks. Makes sense. And the battle up ahead, you can hear, you hear two voices unclearly fighting amongst each other or like just yelling at each other in between the battle noises. One question. Hmm? Um, the, the cat, the tabaxi, the cat people, do they have bows and arrows on? Not tabaxi. Not tabaxi. All right. Well, the, the cat people bodies that we find, do they have bows and arrows on them? Yes. Okay. I would like to take. All right. Short bow, a simple short bow. That's all it is. Okay. And normal arrows, but the arrows like, look like handmade, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're like stone tipped arrows. That's fair. How many? They're still normal arrows. Uh, you know, you, you only get a partial quiver. Seems like they're good at keeping on top of stuff. So you're like, you got like four shots. Yeah. I do want to flavor the stealth that um, Aaron is doing is that he's, as he's moving through the trees, he's rubbing dirt across his face and he's basically going full predator. Oh, Lord. Okay. I'm asking the parts of his suit that might stick out with uh, mud, mud and um, rubbings from trees. So, like, he's got full face paint. Technically, full face paint. Paint! Right now. Everin is just being stealthy. Yeah. Are you still going to continue further on? Yeah, I think so. At least a little bit more. Yeah, so we can see the actual, you know, field of fighting. Bow. Yeah, Aaron's going to continue along. And he also has a hand forward primed for an electric blast, just in case. <laughs> uh, as you are heading forward, you do come to a place where the trees are starting to thin in a more mountainous region. And through the fog, because this area is always somewhat foggy, you do spot something a little unexpected. The mast of a pirate ship sticking out of between some rocks. And you see harpies flying around it trying to, like, they're, they're panic, clearly panicking. You see arrows sticking out of the ship hull, and you don't really if you wanted to roll perception to see if you can spot the things shooting the arrows, you can. They're pretty stealthy themselves. 14? Wow, 14 as well. Alright. Oh, you actually can see them quite well. I had to roll their stealth. That's fair. There are several of these cat people just popping out from the woods and firing arrows at the harpies, trying to hit, not having much luck. And there's one really big one, like near the center of it, just looking like he's having a hell of a time with his larger bow. And on the pirate ship itself, you spot 
someone that's very much very similar to the harpies, but not quite like his body. He doesn't look quite the same. And he is definitely all gushied up in pirate wear. Interesting. He's shouting and clicks and whistles and like seems to be having some sort of command over the harpies. Wait a minute. How bird-like is this person? Uh, not too bird-like. He has wings. Do I? He has wings. He, like, he, he kind of looks like a harpy, but not quite. He looks a little more civilized, surprisingly. Like, less feral than the harpies look. All right. Do I see Aaron? Yeah, you would see each other, because I'm guessing you were sneaking together. Yeah. All right, that's fair. I think Aaron is going to... Everin will point to Aaron and then point back the way they came, basically saying, you should go tell them. Aaron will nod and then start heading back. Oh, and I just realized, how far away are we from the rest of the group? Uh, oh, wait, good question. How far are we? Because when we got more than 30 feet away, the cat would have just disappeared in a wave of ash. No. Yeah, it's more than 30 feet. I'm guessing 120? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Aaron would head back then. Is everyone just going to stay in hiding here? Yeah. All right. Unless opportunity presents itself for something. All right. Uh, you probably do overhear a bit of the yelling. It sounds like the large lion is commanding, and the large cat man is commanding the other cat people. Right. And talking like glorious hunt. Hmm. The feathers will make great capes or that sort of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. That that bullshit got yeah, you. Yeah. Meanwhile, the the actual pirate seems just to be trying to keep their ship together. Um. So, can Evan deduce the fact that these cat people were from a hunt from the hunting ground that popped up earlier? Yeah, I'll let you do that. That makes sense because they never had anything like this before. And I mean, you're a local, so you don't remember any. You don't remember any cat people living in this area. Okay. Is there any cat people close to me? Uh, they're a bit off. They're far enough away that they don't notice you, but 30 feet would be the closest one, hiding behind it in a tree again. I do like having things be in trees. I just realized that. But like just trying to take pot shots at some of the harpies. You can't tell how many there are of each yet, though. Right. By this point, does Aaron make it back to us? Yeah. Yeah, Everin won't do anything silly. Aaron, what did you find? I just have a very important question. Did Pappy just have to watch the cat turn to ash in front of him? Yeah, probably, yeah. Oh, this, okay, okay then. I, but, yes, okay. I think Eric comes back out of the woods and he says, okay, so there's a pirate ship in the middle of the woods and there seems to be this bird, man. It's not a harpy. It doesn't look like, like, like a harpy, but I don't know what it is. It's, Freaky as fuck, but bird man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke I was going with earlier. I heard, <laughs> but as far as I can tell, it's commanding the harpies. And then uh, you remember that really big thing that happened, like right before, right after I finished the harpies, the rift, the energy thing with the hunting ground. Yeah, uh, as far as I can tell, both cat people. And there's a larger cat man. They're not in the back, Dan. I don't know what it is. It's just, again, it free, it's a little freaky looking. Hmm. The hairy tabaxi. 
but um, they seem to be fighting it out in the woods. Okay. Return to Evren. Here are your saving orders. Observe. Do not engage. Do not fight. Do not do anything. And just watch. If they spot you, run. We want information, and this is what we're going to get. I look towards the guards and I say, Go get Captain Remwood. We need to set up a perimeter around the town to defend it. Happy, you are going to stay with me until otherwise. Am I clear? Happy nods. He's just like crouched on the ground where the where the cat was. Just those evil pirates killed my friend. He he doesn't realize the cat was unsummoned. <laughs> Aaron starts. Looks like he's about to speak up, and he realizes is better motivation for Pappy to. <laughs> fight if the fight comes to the village and shuts his damn mouth. The, the last thing Pappy does is he just says, Henshin. And he summons his Henshin suit and suits up. And waits and just waits. Aaron, go. Aaron nods, salutes, and heads back into the woods. Uh, the guard is also going to just quickly rush off to get the captain. Pappy is just his, his little heart is broken. His, his cat friend is gone. Our turtle is ignoring this and keeping his gaze fixed firmly upon the tree line and is waiting for combat. All right. Potential combat, I guess I should say. So this is the darkest timeline for Pappy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. This is the worst for Pappy. All right. So as this is going on, as, uh, as Aaron is on his way back, Emran, you see one of the harpies make it to one of the deck cannons on the ship. And he fires it and it blasts down a tree and you see a cat actually get blown out of it. Cool. It's actually kind of forcing the the cats are actually kind of being forced back a little bit because of this. How far away is the harpy? Harpy is, I'm going to say, about 50 feet away and how tall is a pirate? Apple? Within shortbow distance? Yeah, he'd be within shortbow distance. Has Aaron gotten back though? Is a 13 hit? Ugh. Aaron? He's on the way. This is happening while Aaron is away, so... Oh, no. Yeah, I know. He's on the way back. So does the 13 hit the harpy? Uh, let me check. Yep, that hits the harpy. Roll your damage. Three. Oh. It, it, it clips the harpy and it makes a screeching sound and just channels back to the deck. The weird bird man looks and just like, there's more of them! Are you kidding me? Yeah, Everyn's not staying in one place. He shoots and he runs. He's not stupid. Is he heading back the way he came, or what's he doing? He's gonna get Aaron killed. Well, no, he's just changing um, location. So he's not quite in the same place in the tree line. Yeah. He's shooting, he's running, he's trying to get, say, a better look at the at the thing, but also kind of circling around, so again, he's not in the same position, so he doesn't get a cannon shot at him. Yeah. Because Everyn is many things, he is not stupid. Yeah, that's smart. You hear the pirate captain going, Ah! I see a sail! Well, man the guns! At least now we know he speaks common. Yeah. Uh, Two of the harpies seem to respond directly to him um, and actually start heading directly for one of the cannons and, like, working together, like, like they were trained now. Interesting. Like, a little rough, but trained. We're not going to let him take my ship. It's been through too much. And they're preparing another. Don't take his coat. <laughs> As this is happening, you see the big lion step out and fire another, or like pull out his big ass bow. So probably a long bow. He pulled back and fires a shot himself. 
and it just goes right into the wing of the Birdman, who just cries out and actually falls back to the deck out of view for a moment. Okay. And um, any chance I could fire off another shot at the the harpies manning the cannon that you mentioned? I think before then, Aaron would get back. Okay. Yeah. Aaron will see Aaron uh, readying another shot, so we'll pick up there. Aaron comes running over and he puts his hand over his mouth as he sees what Aaron is about to do. You're like, oh, God, you are. How did you even know what the orders were? To absolutely fail them, Everin. What orders? As he releases the arrow. The sad truth is, he's not wrong. Arturio said to observe, not attack. Oops. And if they spot us, to run. Everin just gives him a deadpan. Oops. Okay, roll your attack. Yeah. Oh wait, which which who are you shooting at? You're shooting at the harpies manning the cannon. Yes. The the one one of the two that right. did that. So eighteen to hit. Alright. You hit this. Okay. And that is six piercing damage. And as soon as he looses the arrow, he pushes Aaron, you know, away from him, but like also kind of pushing him in the direction to again hide from, you know, switching areas. So he's not in this. Yeah. So he can't be aimed at because he's not where he was when he shot the arrow. And then Aaron hears in his head, what are you talking about? What orders? Artorial sent me back to tell you that we weren't supposed to attack them. And you expect me to listen to the tall jackass? (laughs) And just the look on his face is like one of disbelief. He's the team leader. I didn't vote him as team leader and he was a jerk to me before he became team leader. What loyalty do I have to him? As you're talking psychically, you hear the screech as and a loud thump as one of the harpies that had been at the cannon, like they retreated at the arrow being hitting one of them. Mm-hmm. You you see one of them like that had taken off, get struck directly in the chest and just crash into the deck. Oceania! Just the scream from the deck. Apparently that was a favorite of the captain. But it's at least one less harpy we have to worry about. Now, let's see if we can get some information about those cat people. And he pushes Aaron with him towards some cat people still staying in cover to keep stealthed. So the harpies are actually pulling back a bit at this point, And you see the cat people advancing towards the boat now that the cannons are not being armed. OK. Do we hear anything from the cat people, perhaps? There, some of them are talking not in a language you would recognize. Okay. Well, the big one speaks again after a moment. Tonight we dine on bird. As they're actually going to start attacking the ship directly, like pulling out short swords and starting to climb up on deck. Aaron again hears and has said, that doesn't sound like a personal thing, does it? That sounds like they're just hunting the harpies. It does. But, uh... I mean, we could just let them fight solve all problem for ourselves. What I'm picking up here is what we need to actually deal with is Big Bird over there. From what I can tell, paying attention, he's the one who's gotten them raiding the town. He's the, he's the problem. He's the X-Factor. Yeah, but if the cat people take him out, then no more X-Factor. Also, your great team leader says we shouldn't attack, so... An order you've already failed twice. Once, he didn't know it was an order. The second time, Aaron just got there a little too late, so 
<laughs> I should point out that Evren has not fired a third arrow. So what are you going to do? Like, the battle is continuing, like, the ship is getting attacked, and, like, it's getting harder to see what's going on. They're under orders to not do anything, so we just wait until Glorious Leader shows up. <coughs> I should point out that that's, that's Evren. All right, I'm going to do a morality roll for Aaron. All right. That's Evren saying that, not me, because I like rest. Okay, Aaron's going to do the stupid moral thing. Yay! What's a stupid moral thing? I love that description. I am going to shoot an Eldritch Orb at the back of the giant cat man. Because in Aaron's mind right now, from what he's been told, the harpies were just a natural part of this environment. And they probably didn't start attacking until after the big jackass started ordering around. But right now, the cat people, in his instinct, is they need to deal with the captain and then the harpies will go back to being normal. Before going any further, I feel like I should bring up something. Evren, you said waiting for Glorious Leader. Was that in character? Evren said that to Aaron in character. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Aaron, you and Noah, our turtle's not coming. He's he's waiting at the town in case the attackers go there. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Was that part of Aaron's orders? Because why would Evren know that? We told him. Because I told them so. Because I said, Poppy, you're staying here with me in case the attackers get close to the town. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone wouldn't. Everyone wouldn't have heard that because he was still. Yeah, but Aaron would know that. Okay. Okay. No, I know Aaron would. He would. Back to the current action. You just said you're attacking the big lion. Yes, he did. Because he's doing the stupid moral thing. Yeah, because our orders were no. Roll your attack roll. <sighs> uh, I did. It's a twenty-one. That's a hit. Roll the damage. But yeah, he knows that's what, what he said. That's why he's attacking the line is he's trying to... His thought process is that if he gets the cats heading towards the city, the city is more well defended. They can do pot shots in the way. And then the also the harpies would be doing damage to the, the the cat people on the way. Yeah. He's using both his orders and he's he's trying to be tactical where he's trying to put a situation where they're not just kind of sitting there like I said, stupid moral thing. Yeah. How much damage did you do? I did one. No. Ooh. So the blast hits the back of the large lion, and he stops in his tracks. It didn't seem to actually hurt him that much, but he felt it. 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 And and you hear a deep guttural growl as he slowly turns to look directly at you guys. I see. We've got. And as he does, Aaron loses an arrow at him. It's like, shit. Go ahead, roll your attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, guys. 23 to hit. Good job. That's a hit. And that's six piercing damage. <sighs> oh, that one hurts a little more. Run. That gets him right in the shoulder. He dances, and then you hear a pants browning roar from him. We have a new prey! Get them! No! No! Everyone just looks at Aaron and goes, this is your fault, and books it. He also pulls Aaron with him because he's not going to leave him alone. Yeah, I did get Aaron marching orders to run if they got noticed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Technically, his orders were to tell Aaron not to attack. To him, 
this situation is he doesn't feel right just leaving. I feel like Aaron is kind of an asshole, but he tries to do the right thing. To him, the right thing is not letting these fuckers basically wipe out part of an ecosystem. As they're running, Everin shouts, If I die, I'm coming back to haunt you! (laughs) (laughs) I think he yells back, You're not the first person to say it. Where do you think the cat came from? God damn it. (laughs) As they are rushing back towards the town, the town guard is getting ready. They're getting prepped. They don't look that well organized. They look like a very basic town militia. Like, some of them don't even have proper armor. Well, why don't we maintain the line? Yeah. Um, you can hear them before you see them. The uh, two running back towards you. And hear a lot more coming through the woods as well. I will stride forward to be in the vanguard. All right. You guys are at the little border, like the borderline between the town proper and the forest, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to start pretty simply. We're going to roll uh, brain initiative. So yeah, everybody roll initiative. Ten. Aaron rolled a ten? No. I did. Oh. That was Chris. Okay. I rolled a 17. Sean rolled a 22. Happy roll of an astounding 11. All right. I got a few rolls to do myself really quickly. Sorry. 11. Jesus Christ, this is not good. <laughs> That's why I said, not for you. <laughs> no, when I say not good, I mean not good for you guys. Oh, God. Yeah. That doesn't count. No, it doesn't. Does it hit the ground? Let whatever comes, come. Yeah, I figured that was going to happen. <laughs> so, um, I might not rely too much on the town guards for the initiative. <laughs> Raise your hand if you saw that one coming. They rolled a one. I'm getting flashbacks to the to the Augustus fight. <laughs> what what did you roll, Sean? Uh, twenty two. No, what? Okay, what's your dexterity? My dex is the uh, sixteen. That's why the dots there. Ooh, so you're not first. But yeah, I had three. Yeah, so I rolled a nineteen on initiative. Give me a second. Or I rolled a eighteen on the die. I should say. All right, so. The first to move is actually one of the ones you saw flanking the large lion man that is now currently behind you guys. Uh, one rushes up behind Aaron, leaping to attack him with their claws. Oh, okay, never mind. They just kind of ate it. They rolled a nat one <laughs> on their attack. <laughs> so they don't even get a second attack, I'm going to say. The uh, lion leaps at you and you're able to move just in time and they hit a tree. Ow. So now, you, actually, you're up now, Aaron. The one that was after you. You actually go right after the one that was tried to get you. You are still about 45 feet from the uh, front line where Artorial is. And there are a lot of cats in the surrounding forest behind you. Artorial. Artorial. Uh, you can just call me Artoy for short. Artoy. So you're up, Aaron. On one of those, uh, Aaron turns as he summons the cat and he slashes up with the rapier with the cat. And then, oh, damn. What? Dang. Uh, are you attacking the one that tried to attack you? 
Yep, because I'm, I'm spinning around and slashing my rapier up. That is a hit? Well, a 24 better damn well be. I have to double check. I'm pretty sure it was, but I can't trust my memory at the moment. <laughs> I mean, just in general. That's a beautiful hit. All right, that nine damage. Ooh, nice hit. The cat is going to draw as it's forming in the air. It um, pulls out a little rapier of its own and slashes down. <laughs> and can I use the roll, the second roll I did for their hit? <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah, that works. Because it does use, because I'm unleashing my incarnation at third level. You can heighten your echoes theory. Whenever you take an attack action, you can make an additional attack melee attack from the Echo's position. You can use this feature number of times equal to your constitution modifier. All right. Yeah, that's completely fine. Go ahead. All right. And then six more damage. Ooh. Yeah. Cat is kind of hurt. <laughs> okay, I said. She uh, hisses at you, and it is a she. So, cat on cat violence. Oh, hey, it's a cat fight. <laughs> that's up. Their turn. Uh, ooh. The other female lioness. I'm going to stop calling them butt cat people. They're being in. And this is a known thing. Is going after Everin. So, Everin, the other cat is attacking you. No, I don't think that first claw attack hit. That is a eight. No. No, that's not going to hit. No. I know for a fact that's not going to hit. If you have less than a 10 AC, then what the hell did you do? (laughs) Well, I mean, I am a rogue cleric warlock mix. Oh my god. God. Ooh. Now that is more likely. 16. 16 hits. My armor class is 14. All right. Comes at you with her claws. That deal. Really, that's all her claws do? Wow. One damage. Such a great final fight, huh? <laughs> Big boy has yet to enter the scene. That's fine. <laughs> Where is Big boy? You get a slash across her back. All right, uh, and actually it is now your turn, Ebrin. Okay. I should be able to cast a spell. Mm, yeah, I believe so. Do I want to do that, or do I want to do that? How many other Leonin are around me slash us? Well, there is the one right in front of you. The, there is the one by Aaron, so probably another ten feet away, that one. Okay. Unless you guys are well, actually, were you guys right next to each other or were you split up a little? I, I would say we probably are, I wouldn't say shoulder to shoulder, but like within maybe arm's length so we can run without tripping over each other. But so, so within that five foot cube, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would say so. All right. So, so the other cat is within five feet. Of, so the two, the two lionesses that were with, flanking the big lion mm-hmm. are within five feet of you. Then there is the big lion that is a little further back. He's not moving quite as fast, but he is moving quickly. And he's about 15 feet away, so 60 feet away from the front line. Okay. And then there are just many, like, like they don't look nearly as tough and ready, the other tabaxi, but there are at least uh, four others in the trees that you can spot. Okay. I am going to cast Arms of Hadar. That centers on yourself, yes? Yes, it does. And that hits everything around you. That it does. Oh, my. Sorry, Aaron. Arms of Adar. Casting time, one action. Range, ten foot radius. Yep. You invoke the power of Hadar, the dark hunger. 
tendrils of dark energy erupt from you and batter all creatures within 10 feet of you. Each creature in that area must make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, target takes 2d6 necrotic damage and can take reactions until its next turn. All right. Son of a biscuit. Uh, wait, what's the range? Yeah, 10 foot radius, which was my aim, literally. And Aaron. <laughs> that wasn't, but yeah. yeah. I think one of them might have made the spell save. Both of them did. Shit. My spell save DC is 12. So the only one person that failed it is Sean. Yeah, that, that, that tracks. And the cat, it doesn't matter either way, it's going to die. Because it only has one HP. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's 10 feet. So, yeah. Yeah, 10 foot radius. So within 20 feet of me. Ooh. Yeah. So roll the damage, the 2d6, to determine how much damage you did to the everything. Yeah, I thought that would do it like automatically. That's a one, and that's a five. So six damage, they take... Six damage to Aaron, they take three each. Uh-huh. Oh. One of them's not looking too good. The one that Aaron was hidden, he, they don't look so well. Also, Aaron has, uh, Aaron has no reactions until his next turn. Yeah. I have one flat reaction. I just turn and look at you. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Aaron <laughs> just shrugs. He panicked. <laughs> it was something. I have no expression on my face because I can't make a reaction, but I, I just look at you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, Evan shrugs and goes, it was something. <sighs> now you're going to have to deal with the other guy coming in. Don't worry, guys. I had one temporary HP. <laughs> well, at least, hey, at least you got healed before this whole thing started, yes? Yes, that's true. Anyway, um, the large lion man comes around to the side as you're Black tendrils? Uh, what is it? The arms of Hadar. Yeah, the dark tendrils of energy start to fade and brings his, 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 a, a very nasty-looking sword at you. So, um, I have to ask. Yeah. Does a 17 hit? Do you really have to ask, though? Yes, because I'm the DM. Yes, it does. And if a 17 hit, a 21 definitely hit. Yeah. Uh, oh, dear. Oof. He cleaves into you with his wicked-looking blade and deals 14 slashing damage to you. The big cat is not happy. 14, you said? Yep. Okay. Everyn looks positively gutted in the most literal sense. All right, uh, Pappy, you're up. You're, they're about 45 feet away from you. Oh, they're 45 feet away? Yeah. Well, your two friends are 45 feet away. And so is the big line because he had to move around the side to get to Everin. But the two other cats are 50 feet, that means. God damn it. I had the whole way I wanted to do this narratively too, but I have to do it like this. Never mind. So thankfully, now since I'm actually reading my stuff correctly, Happy, since he's a speed henchman, I can use the dash action and my movement speed is triple. Nice. My movement speed is 25. Right. It is tripled is 75. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can move pretty fast. Yes. Can you use your dash as a bonus action, or is that, does that have to be your action? That's what I was just trying to think. It's like, if I do this, then I'm basically screwed. Okay. So what I'm going to actually just do, I'm just going to move 
25 feet and I want to be in view of the big cat. You are. Because then I'm going to just ready a move. All right. Did you transform already at some point? Oh, yes. I, I transformed right at, at the end of the last session. Okay, right. Okay, just making sure I couldn't remember. Likely in reaction to his kitty friend biting it. That makes sense. Because <laughs> all everyone is seeing is Pappy is, he's like tightening his form up and it looks like he's readying a punch. Okay, so he's Pap. That's your turn? Yep. All right, there's one more thing before we get to our toy rail. A bunch of arrows come from the woods and just like click around the ground near the town. They don't hit anybody at all. Like, wow. Okay, so that's the hunter's turn. The, the ones you get the other, the ones that are not the main three. That is kind of how this is set up. There are a lot of other hunters, but there are a main three that are currently in melee combat with Evren and Aaron. So they missed every shot. The other hunters, the nameless hunters, yeah. I just imagine an old man. The best they rolled is a goddamn 10. I just imagine an old man in town just seeing the arrows hit, just going, that's lovely young people. I gave them four chances, and they missed every single one of them. Oh, yeah, they definitely get that response. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, our toy rail. Our toy rail will also move 25 feet forward. But if he does, he will say to Puppy, do the big one with me, go help the others. And I'm going to move my 25 feet. Am I in 30 feet of big boy? Yeah, you're within, uh, he's within 10 feet of you. Oh, good. I guess Thorn Whip. <laughs> <laughs> Please remember that I too am there. I remember that one. Attached to the end of his sword. Thorn Whip. Let me double check this because I remember I messed this up last time. Yeah, there's a movement thing, but it has to hit first. Yeah, so you have to do a melee spell attack. I did. I got an eight. Eight total? Yes. That doesn't hit the big lion. No one gets his attention. It, like, whips above his head. Like, he he actually ducks to avoid it, though. So it's like, I'm not meaning you just aim bad. He just, he saw it coming. Okay. Lion tamer this bitch. (laughs) Uh, As a bonus action, can I do, like, an RP thing where, like, I take, like, the back of the shaft of my hand back and I bang it against my shoulder and say, I'm trying me on for size. <laughs> Go right ahead. Okay. Oh. Uh, uh, challenge, challenging the big cat directly. I like it. Get him close to Pappy. I was trying, but that's my turn. <laughs> Coming up behind you, maybe surprisingly, is Runewood himself. He can't make it far enough to do anything. He's like, oh, uh, just repel, repel. Don't let him in the city. He's just commanding his troops, and that is all Runewood does. And the town guard, uh, oh, it's time for them to fire back. Let's see how they do. Oh, sweet. You actually see the town guard bring up their own, like, crossbows and let loose. And you actually, one of them fires off and you see it go into a tree. And then you see a cat person fall out of the tree dead. Like, just further in the back. So they got one. Not 20? The town guard is doing. Oh, no, they got a fifth. They got a 16. That's what I'm talking about, town guard. Still, not bad. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Another one rolled in that one, though, so I could be a dick, but I'm just going to say one of their bows snap, or one of their crossbow strings snap, and like that guard is down for the moment, because, like, it, he's got he's to re- restring his bow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his crossbow. 
a high tension cord snapping near you, that that hurts. Ow. Is anyone else picturing the uh, training scene from Robin Hood Men in Tights? Oh my god, I was thinking the same exact thing. With the townsfolk? Yep. Same exact thing. <laughs> At least he didn't fire the arrow backwards, you know? I mean, I was very tempted to have one of you roll dexter- a dexterity save, but I'm not going to be that mean given how things are currently going. I didn't think they're going that bad. I went from 23 points to 9. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything else now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Aaron, the cat is coming at you again. The one that you slashed back. Okay. It looks very unhappy with you. I flip at the gun, double gun. Nice. Ooh, it didn't like that. So first attack, I always have to double check because 18? That hit. And then, oh, a 12. That does not hit. Oh, it only got you with one of its claws, and let's see if it does better than the last one did. And you take, slash across the face, so two damage. Okay. You're up now, Aaron. Okay, I am... Hey, you get your reactions now. As long as, uh... <laughs> as long as Eric doesn't do arms of a dog again. This is true. Arms of a dog. Arms of a dog. You know, I want to try something a little crazy. Urso. Mm-hmm. I want to try to kick the sword out of the larger cat's hand. Please, no. You know he's on the other side of Everin from you. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Never mind. Okay. Plus, I'm still attached to the sword. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming that, you know, since around his six seconds, all he did was, you know, skewer me and hasn't had a chance to remove the sword from me. Yeah, seems so. Oh, yeah, that's right. And his turn is right after mine anyway, isn't it? Uh, no. After you is the other cat that was attacking uh, Everin. And then me. And then the big one. Yep. So there's two more people before you. And like Everin is like smack down between you and the big cat. Okay. Well, I I do have movement speed, though. If you move, you could proc attack of opportunity against you. Because my my thought is if 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 I knock the sword out of his hands, then... If there is an attack of opportunity on Everett, if he leaves, then it's going to be less harmful because he doesn't have a sword in his hand. Yeah, but you're going to get an attack of opportunity against you if you move around to reach him, is what I'm saying. Okay. Because the cat, like, actually up to two opportunity attacks, because there are two cat ladies that are, like, right in melee range of you. All right. I'm going to use my bonus action to manifest my cat again. All right. We're... uh, you can do it anywhere, right? Yeah, well, anywhere within 15 feet. Right. And I think I'm placing it where it can hit either of the two cat ladies. So likely behind them. Got it. Yeah. All right. Um, we got the one that uh, that attacked me with the rapier again. All right. Oof, that's a miss. All right. And then your cat ability? Yeah, the cat's going to go at it with the rapier. I think that one is a hit. Actually, no, it's not. Shit. All right, yeah, I think that is my action right now. Oh, dear. I am so... Actually, no, no, actually, no. I'm using my action surge. Oh, right. Oh, because you're a fighter, right? So you can do that. All right. Let me the action surge. Try to hit it again. All right. Ugh. Ugh. And the cat also tries to hit again. What the... Oh, man. A third... Shh. So I wasted my entire turn. <laughs> Oh, god damn. The game is not being nice to you right now. Okay, so that's it? 
That's my turn. All right. I look at the cat. The cat looks back. The other cat. Now, both the cat ladies are after you. Oh. You don't interfere with the alpha's hunt, essentially. So, here we go. You're getting claw attacks on you. We're getting four claw attacks on you. Oh, dear. Wait, wait which one? Me or, or... You. Okay. That's fine. Oh. Everyone is currently the targeted prey of the big cat, and you don't interfere with the big cat's target. This is gonna be fun time! Next time on Capers and Cataclysms. You can find Dungeons and Pop on Twitter at Dungeons Pop and on your favorite podcast app of choice. We split into four separate podcasts, DMP Legacies, which will continue. We're not in Kansas anymore, and several of our campaigns that don't fit into the other. You can find our cosmic fantasy stories, such as Adventures of Attitude and Fictional Heroism on Dungeons and Pop, Aberrant Adventures. And you can find where we are showcasing our friends in the community who don't necessarily have the time to run a podcast on our own or are just new to the community in DMP Stories and Stein. Cyber City and Brian Spelljammer's campaign are continuing on the Infinite Nerd Serum, which is linked in our show note. In addition, we have joined the Fun Installers Network, a group of independent podcasters working to help each other boost themselves and bring fun to the community. You can also join our Discord social club and join for a game even once. Thanks for listening, and if you enjoyed the show, please leave a review.